Blog. I used to think that I could not go. I used to think that I could not go on. And life was nothing but an awful song. But now I know the meaning of true love. I'm leaning on. Hey, 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 guys, it's Colin. It's, uh, I Believe I Can Fly. I love that song, and I think it's got a powerful message, um, especially for all of us, especially for those of us that are taking this next uh, 90-day challenge. If you, if, you, if you believe it, you can see it, and that's what we're going to do. So welcome to the call. I always like to do a sound check. Um, make sure you guys can hear me because I always sometimes have problems with my mic or it's muted or something going on. So if you can hear me, uh, press uh, the one, I think, on your phone and um, should put your hand up. And that will let me know that you can hear me. Is that the case? Uh, let's see. Okay, I got a question there, and I think that's a hand. We have a new back office here, still new to me. But that question mark means that's a hand, so I guess that means you can hear me. Uh, everyone else, if you hit that one, you can uh, just put your hand up, make sure it's not a fluke. As the lines start to fill up here, um, cool, cool. Anyway, we have a couple of different topics today. Um, I'm still hoping you guys, that the, yes, you can hear me here, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that's the case. We have one hand up. Just one more sound check real quick. Push one on your phone. Put your hand up. Put it down. All right, great. I got another one. Okay, again, I push one again and put it down. That way you won't be uh, first on the list to get called on. <laughs> you don't want to be. Anyway, guys. Um, you know, as some of you might know that we we're starting our our new HC90 Extreme Challenge on Friday, and for me, actually, it's starting tomorrow. I'm actually doing this challenge, and it's you know really kind of what I uh, came to uh, talk about today because it kind of hit me yesterday was how dramatically my you know my body had changed in just the last couple of weeks, and it's just a power of showing what happens when you when you uh, allow yourself to go unconscious. And, uh, and what I mean by that is that, you know, I think I mentioned right before the 4th of July holiday that I was going to do the challenge. I had a new experiment I wanted to do, and I felt that the only way that I would really back myself into a corner is by announcing it, number one, putting, putting, putting my butt out there in the public, and also being in the challenge and having to actually do what everyone else is doing, what I'm asking people to do. And, and, you know, I kind of spoke it and then went, okay, well, I'll just deal with it, <laughs> deal with it. And then I started thinking about it. And, and, and really, um, you know, it's kind of like when I first did this, this whole uh, weight loss transformation, it was just one of those things that I was desperate to lose the weight. I thought, and, we, and Jay and I decided we were to try something uh, new um, and really was very skeptical and, and, and really it changed my life. And, and, and it is the reason why I'm here today talking to you. And, uh, and, and, and now it's been over three years, and we've done, you know, a couple of different um, 
um, short phases, with, you know, doing experiments to write our book and what have you. But really, you know, it's never, you know, ever since the point of losing all the weight and actually really getting into the best shape for our lives, uh, I really have never seriously had to, to do a protocol with any kind of, you know, mental anguish or any kind of, you know, real weight problem that, that I was angry about or frustrated about. So really, the, you know, it was always had to put a carrot in front of my, in front of my head, you know, to to push me to do something new. So it was usually writing the book and experimenting with the different recipes and what have you to see what would work and what wouldn't work. And that was my carrot. So after, you know, after, you know, now being, you know, being kind of dialed in for the last three and a half years, um, that was kind of scary because I knew I was going to have to push my weight out of my comfort zone for, you know, a period of time. And I didn't know how, I didn't know how easy or how difficult that would be because there's certain things that Jane and I don't really eat and refined sugar is one of them. We just kind of, uh, you know, she's on an amazing job of literally always coming up with something new that we can eat that really doesn't have any sugar in it, but tastes just as, just as, just as good as if it did. And so it was kind of, she did a blog post in the forum. I think we got back from, from Colorado visiting our friends for the 4th of July, and she had talked about that we, you know, there's a dessert that we have in our refrigerator. There's a ton of it in our refrigerator right now called the Crave Buster Crunch, and it's really a, t- a chocolate, you know, it's it's a, it's a mix between a Baby Ruth and a uh, peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter cup, if you will. Uh, but it's all natural chocolate, um, you know, stevia, uh, uh, organic maple syrup, coconut oil, um, really Nothing, nothing high on the glycemic index, and basically no sugar, no refined sugar. And it's something we eat all the time, and it really it doesn't help. We don't have any weight gain from it, what have you. But we were, we did, we were. The plan was that she was going to make this dessert when we got to Colorado. We got there really late, and the next day we went to go shopping for some of the ingredients. And, and in Colorado, you know, their their Whole Foods was not really local; it was several several miles away. So the intention was she had like 80% of the ingredients but never got all the ingredients. And so, you know, lo and behold, we didn't end up making it. And um, 4th of July, you know, party came, you know, the picnic or the, you know, the barbecue the day before 4th of July and, you know, the cocktail. That's not a big deal. But they had desserts and they had these cookies and they had all this stuff. And uh, J.D. You know, ate, she saw one of her favorite cookies, man, from all time. And she bit into those cookies. And next thing you know, for the next two or three days, she was having those cookies for breakfast with her coffee and for me our, our buddies they have this this ritual where they have three bags of m&ms in their house they have uh one for their daughter which is plain m&ms one for my buddy jeff which is peanut butter m&ms and one is peanut and peanut m&ms for his wife don and they usually have those in their house as a staple it's in their house all the time and they and they go through it and they you know they have i think m&m Tuesdays or something where they end up having M&M's and they, they last for a month. Well, they break out the M&M's and lo and behold, I had a handful, then it was like two handfuls. Next thing you know, but that basically opened up the uh, sugar, the sugar, refined sugar wall. And, 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 and didn't really worry about it because I knew I was going to do the challenge, any, any temporary wake, any waking that I have, I knew I will lose it. But that's not really what I'm talking, I want to talk about because you know, I put in my in my show that the scary thing was not really the thought of gaining weight or having a pot belly or or um, having my clothes be too tight because I know that's a temporary thing. I know this protocol works. I know that I can lose the weight easily. The biggest fear was, for me was actually 
losing my discipline, losing that, that discipline to not have refined sugars. Because once you open that up, next thing you know, we, you know, over these last couple of weeks, uh, Jay and I have been eating out a lot. We usually eat at home. So we've been eating out at restaurants a lot. Uh, we have a good friend of ours whose son's in the hospital, so we've been visiting them, you know, a couple times throughout the week. And while we're there, we're going out to dinner. And it didn't take any time at all for me to put on 10 pounds, just 10 pounds of salad. So I usually run about five pounds, five to seven pounds outside of my end weight from the original time I lost this weight. And I can maintain that five to seven ratio by easily by keeping my cardio up, what have you. But this is what this is just real life stuff, and this is what happens, and, and this is kind of powerful for me to be going through this now because, you know, a month or so ago, I injured my back and my knee, and I had, actually my knee healed fine, but my lower back was giving me problems, and it really was for me sitting at my computer freaking 12 hours a day, you know, putting up content or doing whatever, or talking to people, emails, what have you, and sitting at my couch and really just a bad posture really put a strain on my lower back, and all of a sudden I couldn't run. I couldn't run at all, and I was frustrating. So, you know, lack of cardio, I say, okay, well, no big deal. The scale didn't really move for me, and this is what's really the, the, the point of getting to is that I get on the scale every single day of my life. That is just my ritual. I get up in the morning, I go to the bathroom, I get on the scale. I do the same thing I do on the protocol, like I would do on the protocol every day of my life. And we travel, we travel with the scale. So it's like I weigh myself every day. So I can see if my weight is changing, but this is what's very interesting. So my weight started to creep up over these last couple of weeks of the, you know, just eating out and knowing that we're going to do this challenge and knowing that I'm trying to bulk up. Because my experience experiment is to show that bodybuilders and guys that are they're doing these bulking phases to get stronger and bigger and then they want a cutting phase, they go through a lot of, you know, anabolic steroids and things that they go through to try and cut the fat. And I believe that this protocol could be used just for that. So, yeah, I, you know, I intentionally tried to gain some weight but didn't expect the transition to be the way it is. And I tell you that all of a sudden it was like no problem. I still look the same in the mirror. And it's like it's almost like a light switch happens, and all of a sudden you look in the mirror one day and you go, wait, the made a minute. What happened to my six-pack? It's All of a sudden it's not there anymore. It was there two days ago. How could it be gone overnight? And I tell you people, I don't know what it is. I don't know if your body just swells or, or, or what happens, but the inflammation can really be dramatic. And it, all of a sudden I started feeling those emotional things that you feel when you're carrying more weight than you used to carry. And I'm somebody that this is, I live this lifestyle, guys. I live a lifestyle that I'm conscious. You know, I try to be conscious when I eat the majority of my, my waking hours. And, uh, and here, all I had to do was cut back on my cardio, injury or not, cut back on my cardio, which happens to people. People get injured, have, athletes get injured, and they can't keep up this level of intensity they're normally doing. And you just go unconscious. All you have to do is start eating out, not, not, not preparing your own foods, and it just takes no time at all before you just suddenly um, gain weight. So I decided to, I was like, okay, well, you know, for me, if I'm starting the protocol early, because I'm starting a day early with my goals, I'm going to film exactly everything I do and jot down everything I do. So people in the challenge, literally, it's like Simon Says. And it's like, I don't know if you guys remember when you were kids playing the game Simon Says, but the goal is that you do exactly what Simon says, and if you try to anticipate what Simon says and you move ahead of time or too late, you lose because you're, you're not doing exactly what Simon says. But the goal is the person who is the winner of Simon Says is probably going to be the winner of the, tra winner of the uh, challenge and have the best overall transformation because I'm literally doing this live, which is extremely terrifying because now I literally can't hide. And I'm now experiencing 
what it feels like to not be in my comfort zone, to not feel like all of a sudden that I'm, you know, want to run around shirtless. No, no. I may, you guys may see my before and after, my before pictures in the forum and go, well, that's not that big of a, you look freaking pretty healthy to me. You look like you're in pretty decent shape, but it's all a matter of perception and what you are, what you are used to and what you, what looks right or looks good to you. And it was just funny because it was not more than three or three and a half weeks ago that I did a video getting ready for this launch. And I did a video about talking about, you know, a lot of the uh, fitness, you know, gurus and you know, a lot of these guys that have lost weight. Maybe, you know, they lost weight like, you know, on, a, on a, some kind of, you know, fitness challenge years ago. And they took their before and after pictures and they continue to keep using those pictures three, four, five, six, seven, ten years later. And when you actually see them, glimpses of them in a video or glimpses of them on something else, you realize they're no longer in shape, but they're, they're promoting the best fat loss, you know, system in town or they're to cure the fat loss. And I'm thinking, you know what, if you have a cure to fat loss, then you shouldn't be fat. Or if, you have a cure, if you're actually walking your game, you should not be, you should still be in pretty good shape. Now, you don't have to be in competition shape, but you should still be in pretty good shape. And that's my personal opinion. So I did a video how it talked about how I wasn't a talking head. And I took my shirt off right in the middle of the video. And this was just four weeks ago. And I was ripped and pretty good. I was in pretty good shape. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I looked at the mirror yesterday, and I was like, what happened? So just so you know, guys, it does not take much time at all. It took as little as three weeks for me to open up refined sugars, to open up, um, you know, to not pay attention to my calories, to cut down on my cardio um, regimen for my body to shift very quickly, and especially if you're somebody who's, who's who builds a lot of muscle mass. If you muscle mass drops off very very quickly, and um, and so your 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 scale may may not seem like it's changing that much, but what happens is your body symmetry changes, and that muscle mass drops off, and you all of a sudden realize that in a blink of an eye, you could look one way a week or two ago, and all of a sudden look totally different. And so I'm telling you right now that for me. I'm literally going through the emotions that everyone's going to be going through in the next couple of days. Do I, am I looking forward to loading? No, not at all. I'm not looking forward to loading. I'm not looking forward to gaining any more weight, but I know the drill. I know that I have to unless I want to suffer through these next 21 days or 26 days of the, of the protocol that I'll be doing um, through this cutting phase. So it's kind of interesting that the ACG diet coach is literally going to be going through the same exact emotions, and I'm not sure I'm going to navigate that. This is going to be very interesting to see because I not only have to navigate being in a position of telling everybody what to do, then filming myself so, I, so I'm in integrity with my own guidelines and then showing people exactly what I go through, and I may have a freaking meltdown for all I <laughs> Oh, I know. <laughs> so needless to say, I've got a great deal of anxiety about this whole challenge, this whole this whole thing. And uh and the reason why I'm talking about it, because that is my way of really kind of getting past the fear. Because they speak the truth. If you speak the truth, I mean, fear is basically, you know, I, I did a, pro, a blog post about this the other day that reminded fear, the fear is false evidence to appear real. Now, where is my fear coming from? My fear is coming from ego. It's, it's coming from, you know, if, 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 I don't, if I don't look the part, if I'm, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm not in shape all the time, that people are going to say, you know, you're not even living up to your own, your own hype and the whole nine yards, blah, blah, blah. You're not supposed to gain any weight back, all this kind of stuff. And so I'm looking at the judging and all this kind of stuff, and I realize that that is, 
you know, keeping it real. That's just you know, that's not real. You know what? Bottom line is, is that that if you have integrity, which and I I believe I have a very high integrity. That I'm actually coming to this this challenge. I'm being real. I'm being honest. But I'm also showing people that I believe in my own product. That I'm going to do exactly what I tell people to do. I'm going to follow my own system and watch myself transform back to being completely ripped and ready for my 50th birthday next month. And that was kind of the that was kind of the goal to 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 once again live in the memory prove that you know what this is not something that once was that only worked because of a fluke and that you know what that you know I suddenly had the great genes and and I went from being fat to fabulous and then something was you know fixed or transposed or what have you it's literally I'm gonna do do it real and do it live and do it and do it so people can actually watch my pictures change, watch my transformation change, watch how much weight I lose. And I have no idea what the outcome is going to be. All I know is that I'm going to suit up every day. I'm going to talk about what's going on with me. I'm going to do what I what I ask people to do. So if I get up in the day and I do my cardio and I do my strength training, I'm going to hey, I just did my strength training. I just burned so many calories. This is what I had for lunch. This is what I had for dinner. This is what I had for snack. This is how I'm feeling. And uh, it's going to be very interesting. Now, the only trick to that is how we're going to – actually try uh you know uh let me say capture all that um because i wake up several hours before janie does so i'm gonna have to kind of manhandle my camera and take it with me i don't know how we're gonna do it guys but it's gonna be fun but it's gonna be scary so i wanted to share with you that you know what that really the key to success is is staying conscious and really what happens how quickly your body can change just by um, doing changing two or three simple things in your in your in your daily lives. For us, we eat out maybe normally once a week or twice a month, if that. And we usually cook everything we eat, so we know exactly what we're eating. And we have a lot of high fat stuff, and and you know we get our sweets and our desserts, all that stuff that we eat. But we we're preparing it, so we know exactly what's in it. When you eat out, doesn't matter how fancy the restaurant or how you know, basic the restaurant is, you never can figure out or guess what is in, what they're putting in the food. Um, and so what happens is that the ingredients could be ingredients that you're sensitive to that you don't even know. I mean, just for example, literally we had sushi the other day at, at one of our local restaurants that was changed owners, and we decided that we were going to um, go check it out. And it really was in, in front of ours, it was his birthday, we kind of went out there to have sushi, and it really wasn't even that great. And I gained almost five pounds overnight, literally skyrocketed overnight. And it didn't just go away like it was water weight from sodium or whatever the case may be. I don't know what they put in the rice and sushi bars. Um, I know that it's a lot of high sodium to keep that, keep the concentration, to swell the, swell the rice and keep it sticky. Um, but we even use brags. I mean, we don't even use a lot of soy sauce. It really wasn't a soy sauce. I'm just going to tell you that literally five pounds overnight – from eating this, from eating sushi, it wasn't even all that great of sushi, and it wasn't like we had a whole lot of sushi either. It wasn't like we did; we wasn't even all you can eat. We usually go to all you can eat. This was like really a couple of rolls and some, some, you know, four or five pieces of sushi, and, and that was it, and a beer, and that cost me five pounds. And it doesn't just go away. Like usually, you could run it off and get the sodium out of your system after a couple of days and get about your way to bounce back. It didn't bounce back. So this has been a very, very challenging, <laughs> challenging uh, test for me because usually every other test or experiment I've done, I've stayed in my comfort zone as far as my weight's concerned 
Um, and usually 10 pounds is about as high as I'll allow myself to go before I just say, no, I'm done. And this is, I'm pushing 15, 18 pounds outside of my comfort zone. And it may not sound like a lot, but it, to me, it looks dramatically different, dramatically different. And uh, it's funny because I have a, we, did a, we were doing a workout video, Danny and I, and we were actually just doing our own personal workout, but we said we we're going to film it because we were doing a new kind of circuit training workout where we were spending five minutes at these different stations. We have a, you know, a treadmill and we have a, um, we have two spin bikes, so we have jump rope, and then we have our our stairs in our house, which is three flights I mean, three flights of stairs in our house. And so we did a circuit training where we were bouncing from one machine to the next, trying to keep with a heart rate on monitor. And the goal was to keep our heart rate either at a certain level, at 75 to 85 percent of our heart maximum heart rate, or higher. And at times, we were literally I was at 100 percent of my heart rate. I mean, it was a very grueling workout. And it was, like, very satisfying when we were done. We're like, man, that was great. Let's play the video back. And I played the video back. And when I saw angles of myself and I saw angles of my stomach and angles of – I was just like, oh, my God, that cannot be me. That cannot. And she heard me going, oh, my God. And she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, my God. you got to – I said, I can't even watch this. I flipped out, man. I completely flipped out. I was like, there's no freaking way that's me. There's no way. And I'm going to show that video at some point during the challenge, I don't know when because I'm really having a hard time with it, but I love to keep it real and just kind of go, you know what, all of us go through these same struggles, guys, and it's not the struggle or it's not the level of disappointment that you may allow yourself to get to. It's what you do about it once you, once you recognize it's there. Once you're aware of the problem, you have to, it's what you do to fix the problem. If you're just aware of the problem and you whine about it and you just compound it by doing the same behavior, then you're, you're, you can't really complain about the results you get. Right? So for me, I kind of opened the door. I, we opened the door in Colorado by eating the refined sugar. I opened the door by speaking that I was going to do this challenge, which meant that really kind of gave me an excuse not to really pay attention to my eating because my goal was I wanted to gain a couple of pounds and, and you know look like I had something to lose. Well, I didn't expect to get what I got. I wasn't that put it, my intention was not to gain, you know, figure out, I, I figured that I'm, I'm probably 15, 17, almost 18 pounds. By the time loading is done, I'll be close to 22 to 23 pounds outside of my comfort zone. That to me is, I've never, I've not been there since the day I lost my weight. Never. So it's, this is really uncomfortable for me. I mean, really uncomfortable to the point where all of a sudden, the shirt stays on versus the shirt coming off. I mean, that's a huge difference for me because that was like my thing. My thing was that I want, you know, I want to take my shirt off whenever I want. I was out, we were, we were redoing our front yard and putting down grass and moving the stones and everything. And I'd usually be out there with my ball cap on and my shorts and without my shirt on. And no, I'm not feeling it right now. Now to someone else that may, I may not look dramatically different, but to me, that what I'm talking about is the emotion that go on because to me it, instantly I'm starting to cover up instantly I'm not feeling as you know as as sexy and as lean as I as as I was just a few weeks ago and that that's important because those emotions are real and those are emotions that that people go through every single day that all of a sudden you start to hide a little bit more and you start to disappear a little bit more and you start to cover up a little bit more and it also changes your personality. I also know that I'm a lot more irritable right now. As soon as I I mean I, the, my demeanor from watching that video yesterday for the rest of the evening was was completely changed. I was in a shitty mood, excuse the expression. I was kept referring back to com- comments, and I started having these negative comments about myself that I've talked about in previous shows about, you know, so I can't believe I'm letting myself get to be a little fat ass again. I, 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 I mean, I was just having this conversation. Jenny was like, you know what, you need to stop. 
you need to stop. Number one, it, it, it's just, if the camera looks differently than what you really like, you look like in real life, but that's not the point. I'm not going to deny it. Yes, you look like you put on a few pounds, but the point is you're not having this. You're, you shouldn't be having this conversation. But just the point of this whole show is to show you how quickly you can bring back old habits. And I think the worst old habit of all this, this entire conversation, was just what I just said about me having negative comments about myself, me talking to myself in a way that's not loving for me. And I've not experienced those conversations in years now. I mean, so for me, if I think about it, I mean, it really could, I could probably get pretty choked up about it, just the fact that, that I actually am experiencing those feelings. And it could just take me right back to my closet. And it, and it doesn't have to be as dramatic, but all of a sudden, you know what, I'm not having nice conversations with myself. I'm not talking to myself in a loving way. That, to me, just shows how quickly you can switch, emotionally switch over and start feeding the negativity. And so for me to talk about it, I think it's probably therapeutic because I'm, I'm realizing when I hear myself talk and realize how ridiculous I'm being for this whole thing, because I know within a matter of three weeks it's all going to be changed. I'll be back, right back to where I want to be, and it's not going to be a big deal. But in today's experience and living it right now in this moment, it doesn't feel very good. And so, so just so you know that, that uh, I can sit right beside each and every person that's in that position right now that's either in this challenge or not in this challenge and let you know that I know exactly what you're feeling. I know exactly it's not going to wait. It's not going to come off fast enough for me because of the fact that I don't want to be in this position to where i got to wait for it. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if it's a one or two pounds a day. To me, right now, I'm done. Right now, I'm disgusted. Right now, I'm ready to just get going, and that's why tomorrow is going to be um, bittersweet because, number one, I'm not excited, not excited about the, the load. And usually, Jane and I say we, we love the load. Because we were playing, we were having, we were experimenting. It wasn't for real, <laughs> so you know, it was kind of like we, we, you know, it was, it's a different mindset. But all of a sudden, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. In, uh, the whole thought about the loading, I have to do my, I have to follow my own advice. I got to write down my whole fantasy food list, and trying to create a fantasy food list when I'm not really excited about having to eat all this stuff is going to be challenging. But that's, you know, that's the point between Simon says and Simon do. So I'm going to, I got to be my own Simon and be Simon for everybody else in this challenge. But this is very important information. If you hear this radio podcast later and you happen to be in a challenge or you happen to be in future challenges, um, which I hope you are, that the easiest way to get to your goal is to listen and follow and do exactly what I tell you to do because I'm going to do that for myself. And I'm going to show you guys live that this diet works every single time that it's that it's going to completely you know rip me right back up to where I was want, where I want to be in the, in the 3 to 6 weeks I guess because of 3 weeks of uh a little bit 3 weeks of uh, phase 1 and 2 and then phase 3 and then I'll be on phase 3 I'll be pretty much I think we're going to be a part of my phase 3 will be in uh St. Martin so I'm going to have to navigate um phase 3 on vacation which I will do 
and I will actually probably podcast that out as well, um, just to show you that it's how, how it's done and that it is possible, and still have a good time on vacation, and and still you know still navigate around the sugar and the starch in a tropical island where there's nothing but <laughs> vacation, where there's nothing but pastries and 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 all kinds of fruits and all kinds of good stuff. But um, you know what? This is really the the lesson that Jane and I really want to get you know bring home to people that it is a matter of choice. It is a power that anybody you can you can tap into your into your own personal power to transform your body, and you can be in a state where I like I am right now, where I'm not happy with where where I put the position I put myself in. Yet I've I you know I've done it for the I'm doing it for the I guess for the greater good for myself. And it is for myself. I'm not saying that. I'm definitely not. It's not all about doing it for everybody else. I am doing this for myself because it's, I want to prove something, which is just the way I live my life. I have to physically do it before I can talk about it. I don't like theories. I don't like somebody. You know, I want to tell you that I did this myself, and these are my results, and this is why I can stand by it. And so for me to, you know, to open this protocol up to a whole nother um, class of athlete as a tool that they can utilize, I have to do it. And the funny thing is that we were, you know, my sister was here visiting from Virginia. We were sitting here, we were watching a a, um, documentary about steroid abuse in America and this kind of stuff. And they were talking about the supplement industry and it literally showed how they do, how they manipulate the before and after photos of these, of these guys in the, in the, um, Magazines and actually, one, the host of the show was a power lifter um, guy that was, you know, basically arguing the the use of steroids, or arguing the ban on steroids in, in the United States and how they treat it like crack and what have you. And um, but then he went to a supplement company and and he was saying how the bodybuilders are all advertising these products and they don't use them, but then they also show you these before and after. You guys have all seen it. You see the before after this guy that's pretty heavy and chunky and you could tell he lifts weights, but he's still like, he looks like a power lifter body. And then all of a sudden in 12 weeks, he's chiseled and freaking ripped and his, you know, this is waist is gone. He's lost, you know, X number of pounds and he's all, all ripped up and all these different products are supposed to do that. They literally showed you how they took this heavy set power lifter in a photograph and literally shaved him down to where he had, they painted in his abs, they shaved off his waist, and they put in, they manipulated the six-pack, and it's really all hype. It's literally just freaking smoke and mirrors. There's not one real transformation in the bunch, and that's how they sell millions and billions of dollars in supplements, millions of dollars in, in bodybuilder, bodybuilder um, products, and most of these bodybuilders don't even use this crap. Um, they're using anabolics. They don't need that crap. They don't need that, all that other stuff. They're using the, they're using the real stuff to get to the muscle mass that they have. But just to show you that that here we have a protocol that not only will take someone who is morbidly obese to their natural body weight in, a, in the shortest record time possible, but also can take the athlete. And this is my experiment. And I could I, I could be wrong. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. It could take the athlete that is that is bulked up for for strength purposes and shut them down to where they 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 get the cutting the cutting app you know effect of of dieting and exercise and still be able to lift and train and what have you so that's that's my uh, experiment guys and and uh and I'm not loving the before part right now but, but uh, I know that I'm going to love the after and then we're going to see how you know if if in fact the whole process is going to be challenging for me or not because now I'm bringing a different mindset um, because now I kind of have to do it, and I want to do it, and my desire is high. 
but I haven't had to do it for a very long period of time. So it's going to be kind of uh, interesting to see how that pans out. So I kind of wanted to share all that kind of, all that stuff with you. I thought it would be um, it was just interesting. I you know I kind of like went through, going through all these emotions over the last 24 hours, and for me, I just think you know I, I never know what I'm going to talk about on the show until I, I just say I'm just going to talk about whatever whatever. Um, my heart, whatever, whatever's on my heart, and and what's on my heart is that you know what it's uh, emo- these emotions you get, that you get with the body you're living in, and you know that's not the body that you're supposed to have, um, or the body you can have, and the conversations and the feelings that come along with that, and it comes along with you know anger, frustration, pain, embarrassment, um, you know self ridicule, all these things that are a part. Um, of which none of them feel good, none of them sound good or feel good in your mind or outside, and that that literally that self converse that you know that self talk is damaging as it can be, but it, how easy it trick how easy it can be triggered just by your own internal dialogue and um and and I thought that I was somehow cured of that uh internal dialogue, but really it was it, it was tied to how I feel about myself. And uh, and visually and physically, now I'm still healthy. I'm still as healthy as I was. I still have no blood pressure medications, no diabetes medications, no sleep apnea. But the picture in my head and the picture in the mirror doesn't align to where I believe I should be. Therefore, all of a sudden, this negative conversation starts coming in. And so at some point, you got to stop. And, and the reason why I'm talking about this is to let you know that it's happening. I, I, I'm going through it personally. And, but I also know that the conversation has to stop and that you can stop the conversation. You can stop the madness because I did that for, you know, I, all last night. And this morning I woke up knowing that, you know, that it's another day. And I started talking, thinking about what was going on and how dramatically I really went into that hole. It, it didn't take much, but it's just a just a, a image of a video that I, I mean, I look in the, get up in the morning, I look in the mirror every freaking day. I get up in the morning, I get on the scale, I look in the mirror every day. I I see, you know, I, I think I'm a pretty good judge of what I can see, but I missed. I, I must have been looking at something else. I don't know what. I don't know what. It, I don't know if it was what I was wearing, or I don't know. But I'm telling you guys, when I looked at that video, I flipped out. I flipped out, and and even today I look in the mirror. I don't look like I did yesterday. But whatever it is, that picture existed for a reason, and the reason was for me to experience the emotions that I went through yesterday and last night, and I think in some cases a little bit today. Um, but my conversation with you about it and my my conversation now coming into the challenge and, and starting is, is that's done. I'm going to be done with that whole conversation. It's done. It's over. This is, this, is where I, you know, this is where I tell people, my private coaching clients, I always say, well, tell me about yourself. Tell me your story because this is the, last, the first and last time you're ever going to be able to tell that to me. And the reason being is because we, our stories don't serve us. Okay, so I'm telling you guys my story, and this will be the last time I'm going to talk about this story in a, in a in a way that I'm using it as an emotional tool. I may talk about it again as it happened and what went as an educational uh, conversation in a in a speaking engagement or what have you. But I'm talking about telling my story. So I'm telling my story to, you know, probably I don't, who knows how many people. I mean, I, they said that my podcast, have, you know, they've got something like eighty thousand listeners or something like 80,000 listens, not listeners, but they've been listened to 80,000 times. So that means at some point in time, I'm telling this to maybe anywhere between 10 to 80,000 people, uh, I'm telling my story. 
but this will be the first and last time I tell that story. And the reason why that's important, because everyone needs to kind of tell their story because it, it, is, it is kind of how they identify how they got to where they are. And some of it has some truth, and some of it is your story, which means it's, it's what you the defense mechanism you've plugged in to make it not be, be about, not to really take responsibility for where you're at uh, in some cases. And it's always therapeutic to tell your story. And then, and somebody and have somebody listen to you with compassion, not judgment, not, not you know, not telling you you're an idiot or whatever. Just listen to your story. But then, to, then in a loving way, say, okay, now we're going. That's just the last time you get to do that. And and the reason why that's important, guys, because when we if we comp- if we're allowed to continue to tell our story to people over and over and over again, we can never grow out of it. We can never grow beyond it. It becomes our our casket. Um, for lack of a better word, and we end up locked in that world of pity and, and shame and, and woe is me. And really, you know what? Okay, so you know what? This is my story. I freaking, you know, my injured my back, didn't do my exercise, couldn't do my exercise as much as I want to, decided to go to go on vacation and break my own rules and re- eat refined sugar, regain the weight now. You know, I wanted to gain some weight, and guess what? I gained more than I felt like I, more than I was comfortable with, and that's the story. Okay, now fix it. And now we know the solution to the problem. The solution to the problem is now start, you know, do my load days tomorrow and Friday, start my protocol do my exercise regimen. Now my back is much better. I can actually bought, I bought a specialized treadmill that will allow me to still do my inclines uh, and burn as many calories as I need to. If in fact my back spasms, so I have a plan B um, that at least that I will not be without limited to zero cardio because of my back problems. So I have a I have a plan B in case my back um, spasms again that I still can get my cardio in and still low impact and burn, burn my five, six to a thousand calories a day if I need to, um, because that's my goal. My goal is to stay in negative calories throughout the entire challenge and to push my body to the limit and to burn one to two pounds or more a day and, and get shredded between now and, and, uh, my birthday, August 19th. So that's my story, guys. Thanks for being my sounding board to listen to it. Um, we got, um, yeah, plenty of time left. Um, I know Danny's wait, waiting to go to dinner. We're going to be eating out again today and tomorrow. Uh, load day is going to be <laughs> it's going to be interesting. I think once I get once I get past all this all this stuff, and I'll get I'll get excited tomorrow for load days because it always usually the two load days consist of going to a movie and having popcorn and then having the soda and having the milk duds and not really caring and having all kinds of stuff. Um, from morning till night. So uh, I think once I do my fantasy list tonight, um, I will be perfectly fine. But uh, so even though we have a lot of time, I may cut it short because I know she she didn't know that I was going to do a 90-minute show. She thought I was going to do a 60-minute show. So I'm going to uh, open up the lines if anybody has any questions or comments or concerns. Oh, but before I do that, let me talk about real quick. Next week, I'm going to have – I got a special show next week. Um, I'm actually going to have my personal – uh, Dr. HRT doctor, Dr. Judy Goldstone is going to be on the show for me. I'm going to do, I'm going to do another Ask Me Anything ACG, but guess what? Usually you guys do Ask Me Anything ACG, and I get a lot of medical questions, and I have to defer them because I'm not a medical doctor and I don't want to you know, put people in liability. But, uh, you know, I'm you know doing a, a, a joint venture with Dr. Goldstone, who happens to be Jane and I's personal. Uh, she's a you know, board-certified doctor. Uh, 
uh, internist and the board of bariatrics. So she's been dealing with weight loss, and she actually is now uh, producing or uh, has, she also now has a medically supervised HCD diet for a very reasonable price, which is one of the things I had a real problem with most physicians in this protocol. Um, but she's also our, our she also specializes in hormone replacement therapy, anti-aging, and I love her philosophy because she wants you to feel 10 to 15 years younger than your chronological age. So she's been dialing Jane and I in for the last year or so um, to keep us under keep my chronological age 35 instead of 50. But I'm going to have her on the show because, and I, and I think I'm going to, we're going to have a stand a standing uh, monthly show with her because this gives an opportunity for those of you guys that are. are thinking about doing this protocol or doing this protocol that have medical problems, have history of diabetes or, or, or diabetics or have, you know, heart problems or, or you know, cholesterol problems or a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of females that are asking about female problems and cysts and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, you know, what a great thing to have, you know, ask me anything ACG, but have literally have the doctor that I trust to be on the line to talk about because she's ATG savvy, she's anti-aging savvy, hormone savvy, and the fact that she's been dealing with weight loss issues for um, the last 15, 20 years, um, and the fact that if I go to her, she's got to be, you know, the shiznit. So, <laughs> so um I'm going to have her on the show next week, so make sure you guys check your, uh, you know, check your emails for that because uh, I think it's going to be very cool. There is no other show out there where you can actually call in and talk to a talk to your doctor, talk, talk to a doctor, and get questions about this about this protocol from a doctor's perspective, um, and um, and be able to get those questions, those, get those answers. I mean, I'm proud of this because no one is doing this, and this is huge because this gives people an opportunity, especially who, who probably need to be medically supervised. You know, you guys, I've made this protocol, the goal was to make this protocol easy for people to get access to and also make it affordable. But also one of my biggest worries and concerns were the fact that people who have medical problems, when you start, when your problems start to correct themselves, like for me, when I, I had high blood pressure, I was on high blood pressure meds. The original protocol said, you stop your medication, which I was not going to be doing. That was to me, that's stupid. I'm not stopping my medication because I don't know what's going to happen. So I kept my medication only to the fact that you know what? I don't believe in telling anybody to stop something that's keeping you alive or keeping your your vitals under control. But what happened was when I was taking my meds, um, my blood pressure quickly went to normal. Like within a couple of weeks, started to drop and to get normal. As soon as I dropped like the first 20 pounds. And uh, all of a sudden, I was kind of feeling weak and lightheaded, and it wasn't because of the diet. It was because my blood pressure now was too low because I was medicating myself on top of my blood pressure being normal. So and I wasn't being medically supervised at the time, or actually, I did. I actually did have a doctor, but the doctor wasn't really doing anything. <laughs> he really wasn't checking or anything. So in some cases, it's it, it, it's it's going to be to people's advantage to really have access to a doctor in order to to safely do this protocol especially when you have a history of some sort of medical disorder that make that could be affected by you losing weight that means the the, the good part about losing weight could actually change your your dose of medicine which could still put you in a danger zone so you know by by you know us putting this together and actually really having someone that that I trust that's going to be able to facilitate this and this is something that we're actually actually putting together so we'll be able to actually facilitate this around the country. It's not just people local to here in Los Angeles that we're actually 
putting it together where we're able to, you'll be able, those who want to will be able to do phone consults with Dr. Goldstone. You'll be able to get your protocol um, through us combined where you actually can have access to a doctor and, a, and have access to the HC Diet Coach. So you've got two different, two different people specializing in what they do, giving you answers that's going to help you get through the protocol for those of you who need it. Some of you still won't need it. Some of you still will be able to just want to do the protocol on your own, which will never change. But I wanted to make sure that that for those who really, especially for my people, um, we have the highest rate, uh, rate of heart disease and diabetes uh, in the country. Uh, and when I say my people, I say African-Americans. And, and, and really, you know, the affordability factor can be very, very difficult for, you know, for a lot of people in the inner city. They want, they want to lose weight, but losing weight is what's going to save their life. So this is our way of just branching one step further to bring the medical community and the ACG diet together to where people can get medically supervised. If they have insurance, they can have the insurance cover some of those, at least some of the, the medical aspects of that, and still get the protocol at a, at a very reasonable price. And that really tickles me that, that we're going to be able to be able to bring that to you. So our first um, part of our joint venture is bringing Dr. Goldstone on the radio so she can answer some of these questions and, and give you guys a lifeline to be able to call in, you know, once a month. And it may get really popular. We may do it once every couple of weeks. You know, who knows? But to at least feel comfortable that whatever's going on with you, uh, you can get an answer for uh, with, with some reasonable I guess I'm sure she's going to have some limitations to that, and she'll let us know what those are. But anyway, I think that's kind of exciting and cool. So um, you guys know the drill. Um, we're going to open up the lines here for a few minutes. We'll take probably about maybe 15, 20 minutes of Q&A if we have that many questions and answers, and then I'm going to sign out and, and go have dinner with my beautiful wife. Um, so if you have a question, just hit the one on your phone. It will put up the question mark next to your telephone number, and then I will open the lines in the order that they are received, and then we'll go from there. So um, what I normally like to do is I'll call out your prefix and your first three digits of your telephone number. Um, then you can um, um, give me your name and where you're calling from, and then ask your question, and um, try and be brief, and I'll try and do the same. So the first call, your hands up. You've been up for a while, so I don't know if you kind of accidentally put it up or not, but I'm going to at least call on you because you're first, and your telephone number is 843729. Uh, you are on the air. Hi, uh, this is Colin. How are you doing? Hi, Colin. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Yes, uh, this is CJ down in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. How are you doing, my friend? DJ, what's up, my brother? Hey, I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, I'm the car. Yes, I'm doing wonderful. I just want to give a shout-out to all your listeners and yourself. Uh, I've been on the protocol myself. Today is actually uh, 60 days, and I have lost uh, 63 pounds of body fat. And I just want to tell your listeners, if you would just follow the protocol, as you have already said, don't worry about no one else's philosophy. Just do the protocol as it is. Don't think about it. Just think, hey, I am on this particular protocol. You will get the results. This is awesome. And I am actually signing up for the uh, the ACG uh, 90-year stream, and uh, I'm going to finish pretty strong here the last 30 days. It has been just wonderful for, for, for me, myself. Uh, I've had hundreds of people, and when I say hundreds, I really mean it. People every day have asked me, what are you doing? What's going on? 
or you have you have losing body fat, you are losing weight, but you look good with it. And I just want to tell everybody, do what you say. Follow protocol. Don't worry about what no one else say. Just do it. Get all the cobwebs out of your mind. Just follow it. <laughs> know that it's going to work. It works. I am ecstatic right now. Like I say, again, I'm going to repeat it again like a broken record. This is day 60, and I am at 63 pounds. My goal is to go about 80, 85, and I thank you so much. Colin, you are the man. You are the man. You are the man. I thank God for you, my brother. I'm not going to hold you up, but to your listeners, I know there are listeners out there who need to lose 200 pounds, maybe 300. With this particular protocol, you can do it. Believe in yourself. Follow what this man is saying. It is awesome. I'm not going to hold you up. Much love to you. And God bless hey, you, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks, brother. Real, real quick before you go, man. Tell them what you tell them what you do every day, man. And tell, I mean, because what's astounding is the discipline that this man has. Because tell tell them how many hours a day you work and where you work. I mean, not, I you know what you work, do for a living. I work in a steel mill, and I work in one of the largest steel mills in the United States of America. And I'm not going to mention the steel mill name, but I work 13 hours a day. I travel 45 minutes each way, so I call that a 15-hour day. And when things go uh, in the negative side, I could be there 16 or 17 hours. But I get up religiously. I I won't even say religiously. I would say discipline. I get up every morning at 3.30 and uh, get everything together. That that night before everything go down, my wife said, well, baby, you're tired. You're this, you're that. You, you've been going all day. We don't. We don't never see you. You work four or five. Uh, you work four or five days, and we see you. You on your two or three days off. But I prepare my meals. I I honestly get up. I cut my grapefruits in half. I prepare my ten ounces of egg whites. I get my half an apple together. I get my uh, five ounce chicken breast together. I get my half a cup of broccoli or. Uh, whether it be green beans or whether it be asparagus together. I get my small salad together with some onions and tomatoes, some cucumbers together. I get one tablespoon of salad dressing together. That's my third meal, which is my lunch meal. My fourth meal is is, is a uh, navel orange, which is 2.30 to 3.30 or 4.30. And I I've also my, prepare my last meal for today, which is my uh, fifth meal. And that compares of uh, tilapia, whether it be uh, lean ground beef, whether it be uh, shrimp or whatever. Colin White has set up a beautiful website on their diet program where you can do shrimp scampi. You can do uh, hundreds of meals, hundreds of meals. But because of the intensity of my uh, work schedule and everything, I'm gone to work maybe 17 hours out of the day. And to this day, I've never missed a workout. I've never mm-hmm. missed work 60 days. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, well, you're bragging. Oh, I'm not bragging, man. I'm not bragging. I want this. I've tried Body for Life. And you know what? Body for Life works. But you may have to do it three or four times to get the results that I've got on this first go-round. It right. works. It's great. It is a great program. I mean, to get what I've already got with Collins, protocol, 60 days, I know for a fact 
that I've had to do, I would have to do Body for Life maybe three times. And 90 days, first time, 90 days, a second time, 180, 90 days, a third time, you do the math. I've got wow. this in 60 days. And uh, I actually did Body for Life. I've done Body for Life for uh, five weeks religiously. And I've never, I mean, if I had to go to heaven, I did Body for Life religiously. And I uh, <laughs> 25 pounds, 25 pounds. Wow. On this protocol, this particular protocol, I done this. And I'm at day 60, and I did 63 pounds. People, I'm trying to tell you, there is nothing else on planet Earth. If it is, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know where it's at. This is it. This is it. I'm just a regular guy with a family, just doing everything that you guys out there at Radio Land are doing. Uh, I've never met this man, but one day I'm going to meet this man, this man of the joy of my life. I mean, I've turned my daughter, college student, other friends on, and I'm going to turn hundreds of other people on to this protocol. Protocol. This is this is awesome, and uh, I Thank still you, have twenty five more pounds to go. And I'm 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 not, I'm not gonna hold up you with your radio people and everything because I know you got other people who really to chime in. And I'm sorry about the guys. I don't really want to hold it up, but I love you all, guys. But I just had to give a shout out to my man. I love you and I thank you and I appreciate everything. Appreciate you, Thanks, brother. Yeah, I, mean, I appreciate it. Now, you guys have been hearing me talk about CJ throughout these. If you listen to these past calls, I've been talking about somebody who's been losing ridiculous weight. And I tell you, his numbers just caught up because on day on day twenty, on day ten he was down twenty pounds. On day twenty he was down thirty. He was always ten pounds ahead of the days he was on it. On day forty he was down fifty pounds, and he just started to close the gap in this last this last uh, couple of weeks because now he's getting closer and closer to his actual goal weight. He's only 20 pounds, 25 pounds now. He's anywhere between 15 to 25 pounds, depending on where his body ends up away from his goal weight. But just now, his numbers were freaking off the charts, man. He was averaging over a pound and a half a day for the first 40 days, 50 days of his protocol. I mean, 45 days of his protocol, which was which is absolutely phenomenal. All he was doing was following the plan. So thanks, CJ. I really appreciate you, man, for uh, calling in and uh, sharing that because I think that's powerful information that people need to know. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, uh, next caller. Let me click this one. See if there's off. Mute. Oh, it's not responding live. Mute. Okay, here we go. All right, next caller on the air is going to be eight four three two four five. You're on the air. Hey, caller. This is uh, Ty from uh, Florence, South Carolina. Huh? Um, what's the maximum amount of calories that can be burned a day? Maximum amount of calories that can be burned a day? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, let's come see if I understand the question. I mean, everyone's different. Everyone's BMR is different. So I'm not sure if I understand what you mean, that you're trying to actually work out and burn the calories? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, really, I mean, it, there's a point of there's a point of exhaustion to where you obviously you don't want to get, but the, I wouldn't say there's a maximum amount of calories. Our goal, our goal is with our protocol is to keep you in negative calories every day, which means that's one of the reasons why CJ was so successful because he would be on the treadmill religiously for 40 minutes on a 15% incline, burning anywhere between 1,000 to 1,500 calories a day. So he forced oh. his body to do nothing but eat, burn up his body fat. He had no, the food he was eating was just sustaining his muscles because all he was doing was burning up body fat. So on my pro, I would 
will burn anywhere between 700. On this particular challenge, I'll be burning anywhere from 700 to also 1,500 calories a day um, to, to force my body to burn nothing but fat. So I, don't, I can't give you a maximum, but you obviously don't want to get to the point where you're fatigued or you feel weak or you feel sick or you feel like you're, you're dehydrated. That's not going to serve you. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you. Um, next caller, um, 646225, you're on the air. Hello? 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 Hi. Hi. Um, I have just a few questions. Questions, small questions. Um, first off, uh, can we are we allowed to have uh, greasini breadsticks and some Melba toast on your time? Um, you're allowed to have them, but I purposely remove them from my menu oh. because of the, okay. the fact that I want people to get maximum results. The green, the greasini breadsticks and the Melba toast. You know, they're allowable on the diet, but what happens is I find that they actually start slowing down the weight loss because people start going to them for comfort food and start yeah. crunching them more. You're supposed to be one, and all of a sudden they have three. So I <laughs> we remove them from the protocol for that reason, but you can have them if that's something you choose to do. Or just... and, oh, and how about the orange? Um, orange, I'm not a big fan of the oranges for me personally because the orange have high in sugar and they actually stall my, they stall my weight loss. It doesn't do the same for everybody. Um I basically, when I wrote the book, I basically put exactly what worked for me, and so I eliminated the orange because the orange really wasn't the original, um, was in the original protocol anyway. Um, and but uh, for some people like for CJ who does oranges, but he also he also he works he, his work is very strenuous and he exercises strenuously, so the sugar doesn't bother him. So you guys have to trial and error that. If you find that you my my suggestion is you start off eating the other three fruits that are available and see how your weight is going, then introduce an orange to your weight loss. And if it stalls it out, it'll do it really quickly. And if it does, you know that you that the oranges don't work for you and you need to eliminate them. Um, better than starting from the very beginning and then not realizing that your, your numbers are lower than they need to be. So that's my suggestion. If you have an orange, do it on week two after you've established that you have, how much weight you normally lose, and it will show you very quickly if it's going to slow down your weight loss or not. And um, coffee, I'm not really a big fan of coffee or tea. Is it really necessary to have that in the morning? No, coffee and tea is. I mean, tea. I would definitely recommend the tea, only to the fact that, that the teas that we are recommending, the oolong tea, the the green tea, the yerba mate tea, all these teas are helping you boost your energy energy levels and also helping you mobilize fat. And they also are natural appetite suppressants to really keep the hunger at bay. Um, coffee is for those who drink coffee, not having them go cold turkey and experience withdrawals from coffee. Um, and, you know, some people get headaches and that kind, of, that, that kind of thing. So if you are not a coffee drinker, obviously you don't need to drink coffee, um, but you definitely want to find a way to adapt to tea, um, some of these teas, because they will help you in the long run um, to kind of ward off food cravings. Okay. And my last question is um, I think for the first round that you did, um, the first session, uh, mm -hmm. the 60 days, now I understand you're going into the second round. Uh, my question is, um, I heard you mention before something about being grandfathered in. Yeah. Um, so does that mean that I still have the same information um, that you'll be updating for the new round? Or Are you talking about in the challenge? Yeah, yeah. In the challenge? Yeah, if you remember the first challenge, 
then you can continue along into the second challenge at the same rate that you joined at the first challenge, which means that's what's grandfathered in. You don't have to resubscribe and, and increase and go with the increase that we had with the, the, the next challenge. So, um, however, you still get you still you still have to be, it still is a monthly membership. So if you plan on going on to the next challenge, you still will have to pay for it monthly. Does that make sense? Uh, okay. Um, yeah, well, because basically, well, I guess what I'm trying to get at is when um, you did the first challenge, um, I had uh, I was living in New York, and I had relocated to Florida, and I knew at that point I wasn't going to um, start because of my relocation. I wasn't going to have a kitchen uh-huh. or anything. So um, I want to start now for the new one, which starts Friday, right? Right. So if I want to start then, I would have to um, do the, the new challenge. Well, if you're, so you're saying your previous subscription, you, you let lapse or what have you, it, it kind of suspended or expired or what have you because you, you weren't active in it anymore? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I wasn't doing it at all because I knew I was going to relocate. Um, we're doing it all. You know what? Email me so I can look I can look it up. Email me, and then I can look it up in the back office and see exactly where you are, and we can figure out something. So, yeah. Okay. I will. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it. All right, girl. Thanks so much. All righty. Let's see. Um... Okay. Is there any more questions? You guys, there's a bunch of uh, line. I think I've asked, answered all the questions. So if you, if you have a question, hit one on your uh, phone. Otherwise, and if for those of you who already asked questions, hit one again. That takes you down because the numbers kind of rotate up if you – I can ask you the same thing. It looks like the same question. Thank you. Thank you. You just did that. All right, guys, if there's no other questions, then um, I'm going to head out early. And um, – Oh, there we go. <laughs> I knew as soon as I say that, somebody's going to have a question. There we go. There we go. There's more questions. We're good. Um, let's see. You're 708-769. You're on the air, I think. Hi. Hold on. Hi, Colin. Yes. I'm all there. You hear me? Okay. This, uh, this is Greg in Chicago. Just hey, a quick question. Re- regarding yeah. uh, calories, cal- calculating what your workout uh Created and calorie burn. How do you do that? Uh, okay, so as far as how much you're, how many calories you burn in a workout? Yeah. Well, for example, I'll, yes, I work my butt off on my treadmill, and at the end of the workout, the treadmill will say I just burned 150 calories. In your example, a few minutes ago, you spoke of someone working out 40 minutes, and it gave them uh-huh. a thousand calorie calculation. Uh-huh. My treadmill. Way off, or well, it all depends. It all depends on the challenge. I mean, I tell you that the, the best way to burn more fat and get your calorie burn up is the is the incline. So we the the, the the so the big part about that whole message is that, for example, my my treadmill here that I have it only has a minimum incline of ten percent and a maximum of twenty percent. So I so I'm on a twenty percent incline. So in thirty to forty minutes, I can burn twelve hundred calories because of the incline. It's like you're walking up a hill for forty minutes straight. If you're on a treadmill and it's on a four percent incline and you're and you're going at four miles an hour, you will burn probably only one hundred to forty or one hundred fifty calories. So it's like it's literally changing the the uh, changing the the uh, the grade of you literally trying to walk up a hill for three miles nonstop, three miles straight up straight up a hill at a at a twenty percent increase or fifty percent increase. So that's what you have to check out. That your treadmill may be wrong, but the odds are, it, were you at an incline or were you flat? It was. It was not flat, but it's nowhere near ten or twenty percent. Well, you have a well, you have a button that tells you where you can go a one, two, three, up to fifteen, and yeah. on a gym, is, was it was it a gym um, treadmill? No, or it's a, it's a consumer. It's a you know basic thousand dollar treadmill. 
personal. Okay, do you know what your maximum incline is allowed on yours? Not. I, I want to say it's. You know, I, I don't. I don't know. I'll have to check. All right. Well, there's a couple I, different I ways too. Just, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say I usually just do the fat burning program for 30 minutes. Right. You put in your max right. speed and your minimum speed, then I just go. Right. Okay. Um, quick tip that the uh, the best way to to burn more consistent fat is consistency. So I would put it on manual. I would try and get whatever incline you're going to choose, but the higher the better, and then stay it, and then increase your speed to where you can. Where the goal is to get into the fat burning mode, and that's what kind of the workout that Jane and I was talking about. The uh, heart rate monitor will tell you that. So if you have a heart rate monitor built into the treadmill, get a number. Um, and usually, if you want to get to 75% of your maximum heart rate, which I can tell you real easy how to calculate that, is all you guys that's 220 minus your age. And then you just take whatever percentage you want. Like you take it down 50%, 60%, 70%, 75%. 75% to 80% is a fat-burning zone. Anywhere between 65 and 80% could be a fat-burning zone. If you're perspiring, you're starting to get sweaty. But if you take that consistent on your treadmill and just stay consistent at a certain grade and at a certain speed or increase your speech where you can talk, you can sing, but you've got to take deep breaths every, every now and again, that's the fat-burning zone if you, don't have, if you don't have a heart rate monitor. And do that, and you'll burn more calories. So I think okay. that when you put on that program and it goes up and down, it takes your heart rate up and down, up and down, up and down. It's actually less effective as far as I'm concerned as far as burning more calories. So another way you can you can uh, monitor it is basically you can use a, a, a program like MyFitnessPal um, and um, – Plug in your what your workout was, you know, 40 minutes on the treadmill at a at, at it'll tell you at four miles an hour, and it'll give you an estimated um, calorie burn, which is usually it's, it's it's relatively accurate, and it's free. MyFitnessPal.com. That's how we track our calories in phase three. Um, also, there's a um, an iPhone app or a, or a Droid app that I use when I run, and it also has it for running, biking, cycling, and and it's called. Um, I have it on my phone. So every time I run on my outside or do anything outside, I, I plug that in, and that's called Cardio Tracker, which is also another free app you can download. And that will also give you how many calories you burned um, by, by doing the pedometer, by tracking how far you ran and how far you walked. So you have three different ways you can try and track that. I hope that helps. It helps a lot. Did you say 320 minus age or 220 minus age? 220 minus your age. And then right, take it right. by whatever. And so your goal is you want to be between 70 to 80% of your maximum heart rate in the fat burning zone. Um, right. So just take 220 minus your age and then multiply that times 70, 75%, 80, 85%. It'll give you your target heart rate zone. And if you have a heart rate monitor that's built into your treadmill, or I suggest you guys buy one. It's the most important one of the most important tools you can have. Because if you, when you have a heart rate monitor, your body's really tricky. And Jenny will tell you that. I mean, you know, as a fitness trainer for years, your body's really smart. It'll try and outsmart you. So your your heart rate could drop by 10 or 15 beats, and you think you're you're still working out. And in essence, you've dropped out of the fat burning zone, and now you're just moving. And wouldn't you want to? If you're going to do 30 minutes or 40 minutes on a treadmill, or even 20 minutes on a treadmill, treadmill, wouldn't you want to get the maximum amount of fat burning while you're spending that time anyway instead of wasting any, any of that time? So by having a heart rate monitor, by you, keep, by you forcing your body to keep yourself in that same heart rate zone, so say your heart rate is 135 or 140 is your 70% or 75%, when your heart rate starts to drop on, you know, at 137, 134, you just pick up your space, you pick up your speed, and you bring it back up. And it's kind of like the game you play with yourself. And also burns time. Time goes by, but that, when you do that, you're keeping your body in the maximum heart uh, fat burning zone. You'll burn more fat 
during your workouts, and you'll get double the benefit because now the, the entire time you were on the treadmill or the entire time you were exercising, you were in the fat-burning zone. And that's the best way to burn more calories in a protocol and, and burn more fat. And that's why I pull numbers like one, two pounds a day because I'm constantly forcing my body to burn as much fat as possible. Okay. Okay, great. All right. Thanks so much. All right, great. Okay. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Next caller on the air, 248-670. You're on the air. Hey, Colin. It's Holly. How are you? Holly. Hollywood Holly. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm um, good. You have to I wanted to ask some before and after photos. Good for you. Did you like them? Yeah, girl, you look. You, yeah, I can see why you're modeling now. This is, you guys know this is this is Holly. She's been she's followed the protocol. She's another superstar that followed the protocol. Bugged the heck out of me. Called me all <laughs> the time to get questions. But she is like, how much do you weigh now? 110, 100, I don't know, 120. What do you weigh? Well, I, I dropped down to 117, and then in phase four, I had some graduation parties and things came up, and I kind of cheated a little bit, but it's okay. I'm doing another cycle now. I'm on another round, and I wanted to ask you if you start your if you start your menstrual cycle, can you still mm-hmm. take the shots, or do you have to stop? Well, we have a theory about that, and and so first, I just first tell you I'm not a doctor, but I'll just tell you what JD did and what my daughters did, and and really kind of there's a reason behind it. What normally you're supposed to stop, according to Dr. Simi, you're supposed to stop your shots throughout your cycle and then wait for your cycle to uh, stop before you start the, start, the shots, stop, start the shots again or the dose again. The problem with this, though, if you're one of those women that have a seven-day cycle, after three uh-huh. days of not having to in your system, you're going to start experiencing hunger. You're already some, For some women, they're already experiencing intense cravings just for being on their on, on their monthly cycle. So it's really yeah. a recipe for disaster. So the trick that we did basically is go three days on and then three days off. So basically however your normal however the length of your normal cycle is. So if you're five days, six days, seven days, three days, whatever the case may be, take your HG dose for half of that time and then go off of it to let your body stop your cycle normally. Let you know, so let the HG come out of your system the last three days versus the first three days. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. That's so if you're, cool. Yes. Okay. That way you don't you still have enough ACG in your system to keep the hunger at bay. You still have you're still not putting it in your system so your body can stop your period naturally and stuff. Because sometimes the ACG can prolong people's cycles and, and shorten them and it kind of drives a little bit crazy. So we found that that all or nothing doesn't seem to work, so a little bit of something it seems to be the the best remedy so far um and it's the only remedy this 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 is an original remedy because you know what no one else had come up with this and but it seems to work so three days on three days off or whatever whatever date whatever half fifty percent of the time your normal cycle is so if you're normally four days two days on two days off seven days three days on four days off however you want to do it and that's okay. Yeah, and another thing, I can lift weights during phase two, or should I just stay away from weights? No, I mean you can. Well, when we say weights, there's a difference. I recommend strength training, not weight lifting. And there's two different there's two different uh, reasons there. Weight lifting causes the body to to tear down the muscle and, for, and have edema. So you're gonna have some water water weight, water retention every time every every day after you lift. Strength training is basically. You're basically using you're using resistance, um, eccentric, concentric resistance. It means forward and back. Um, the muscles are still getting you know some workout. They're getting strained a little bit, but they're not getting torn down, which means you won't have the water edema thing going on. You won't have the water weight. So, 
I recommend strength training using your body weight exercises or resistance bands and leave the iron in the gym and the machines alone. Okay, I get it. So I have those bands at home. But, yes, this diet is amazing, and I've kept I've kept 30 pounds off. So I gained, like, eight, but I know why. Because I, okay, I, I cheated. Good. I had some parties, and I'm admitting to it, and now I'm back on track. So Yeah, but you went from 160 to 117. So, I mean, we're not talking yeah. about – I mean, that's still something to be pretty proud of. I mean, she went right. from 160 to 117. I mean, it looks amazing. So, you know, eight pounds is really – and that's one thing about this protocol, guys – you can gain back five, six, almost ten pounds, and your body doesn't look any different. Your clothes don't fit any different. It's just that extra. Right. It, it, everyone's different. You can hit twelve pounds, and all of a sudden things just start to blow up. So, um, just so you know, that, I mean, she probably doesn't look any different in the mirror, but it's a mental thing. And pounds are, you know, the scale is the scale. Right. So, but you did a great job, and, and she's still on my on my wall of fame for for doing this protocol, <laughs> following the protocol. And it's because she followed the protocol, guys, and did exactly what I told her to do, and that's why. That's why she's on the Wall of Fame, not because she's got skinny. The point is that she, is the people that go on the Wall of Fame, the people that actually follow the protocol, get the results, and don't Mickey Mouse around, and that's what that's why. So thanks, Holly. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. All right, bye bye. All right, next bye. caller, you on? Bye. Uh, let's see, mute. Um, oh, mute you. Uh, next one is two one four six six three. You're on the air. Hello. Two one four six six three. You there? Oh, she took her hand down real quick. <laughs> he or she. Uh, if you guys have asked a question, take your hand, hit the one, and take your hand off because it's, then I can't tell who who's still. If this is a new one or not? Because I have seven one three seven two eight. I'm not sure if you're new or not. You're on the air. Hi, Colin. This is Donna in Houston. Hey, long time, long time, no talking. Long time, girl. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm back on the protocol. I'm down 85 pounds now, more mm, like 84, that, 84 pounds. That's huge, girl. That's huge. Yeah, I, last time I talked to you, I had uh, broken my knee. Right. So right. so I um I continued uh, I think I had just started back on uh, the protocol at that time and um I I made it through it was a little it was a little difficult cuz I couldn't move a whole lot. Right. right. And um actually I think I did about uh 20 pounds on on that round. So right. I I went on and you know been hanging in there, and then I decided to go back on it again because I need to go ahead and get these last, I guess at this point, it's like 40 pounds. Okay. Off. So, um, wow. I just, you know, you have to, this protocol is amazing. It really is. I mean, I've, 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 people have seen me who hadn't seen me in a while, and they are just like, wait a minute. <laughs> what in the heck has happened to you? It's like, hey, I'm... Right. Gotta, you know, I was it, it's it's it was it's past time, you know. My my right. doctor gave me this this um, read the riot act to me, um, and I was like, okay, I got to do something. So I went back to my doctor a few weeks ago, and she walked in the room and she looked at the weight and looked at me, and she was like, well, wait a minute. She's a Southern belle. She's you know she's from Tennessee. And she was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I cannot believe it. 
you know, and wow. and I told and and this is my gynecologist, and so I told her what diet I was doing, and she just sat down. She said, "Okay, I've heard about this diet, and you're the first person that I've talked to that's done it. So I want to know about it." So I explained it to her, and I said, "Well, you know what HCG does for pregnant women?" She was like, "Right." So I explained to her what I did, and you know how I how I did it, and she was like. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, they said, that is amazing. She said, you know, I really need to get you in here and talk to some of these women that I tell them they need to lose weight in order for them to conceive and, you know, have these Absolutely. And um, because, you know, it's, it, it really is, you know, once you get into it, you know, you have to, you know, you work through your kinks and, you know, and and, 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 and once you get focused on it, it is, the, the protocol really is easy. It really is easy. Right. And as long as you do what the protocol says do, or just listen to Colin. Colin telling y'all the right thing to do because this time, you know what I did? I started what I call getting my mind right. I started to listen to, uh, read up on uh, people who've done the protocol, listen to your blog, mm-hmm. read your you know your emails and things that have come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I agree with is upping the protein uh, intake. Yeah. I have been on the on the protocol this time for right now I'm on my I think 11th day and I've mm-hmm. lost over 16 pounds. Wow. Like crazy. And I haven't I've, I've done I've done a little working out cuz my work schedule is uh, trying to get crazy on me so I'm trying to smooth that out so I can go back to going to the um gym and doing some strength training. Uh, here right. at the house, and some shaping, you know, thing. Not not a whole lot, just enough. And right. Uh, right. when you were talking to the person about the heart rate, um, mm-hmm. that is absolutely correct. And I had been I've been watching this uh, heart rate monitor watch on eBay. I pulled it up while I was listening to you <laughs> talking to the guy. And I'm gonna go ahead and buy it. I need a new digital watch anyway, so I might as well make it a heart yeah. rate heart rate monitor watch. But yeah, yeah. So you know, you know. I, I'm glad to see that you are still in the game trying to get more people in. I've I have actually gotten probably eight people to um begin on this protocol. Well you're, you're a walking you're a walking billboard, you're eighty well, pounds. And, and, that's a, I mean that's you can't ignore eighty pounds. It's hard to ignore. Yeah, eighty five, excuse me, eighty five. And I will and I will get those pictures to you. I know I told you like it was back in September, October of last year. I told you I'll get the pictures where I finally got the picture, the before picture. All right, cool. And cool, I'm cool. I'm going to send it to you. But but yeah, everybody, Bring you know, it, girl. This, this inspire, the truth. inspire a nation because 85 pounds is a lot. I mean, that means by the time you reach your goal, that'd be close to 110 pounds. 110, 120 is what I'm looking at. 120, yeah. That's no joke, man. That is no joke. That's that's uh, that's a lifetime. That's that's a, that's a lot of weight. So that's right. good, that's right. good for you. I'm proud of you. I'm glad to hear you're back and uh, yeah, stay in I'm touch, back. bro. All right. All right. All, All right. right. Talk to you soon. Right. Bye. All righty. I think uh, I got everybody. If unless there's anybody left that has any questions, um, I think I got everybody. We got about 12 minutes left, so we did eat up eat up a good portion of the time, guys. So thanks for. Uh, shouting out and asking questions and what have you. And remember, next week, if you have any 
anybody that wants to know about this this protocol from a medical standpoint, um, really proud to bring Dr. Judy Goldstone. Um, like I said, I only bring people that I trust, and uh, this woman has definitely helped Jenny and I dial in our, our hormones. Cause my my poor wife, she's been suffering from you know depression and stuff for years, and and realized that it was a hormone imbalance, and how that literally changed our lives, not just her life, but our life. Um, so I, I tell you that um, this is definitely, we're knocking on the door of some of the most important things that we can learn about our bodies and about getting in shape and about losing weight and about getting our hormones balanced to live the life that we're meant to live. And I'll tell you, I'm turning 50, and they say 50 is a new 40. I don't think a wife shouldn't be the new 35. To be honest with you, I don't feel 50. Um I, I I mean, I just to me, it's like, wow, okay, 50s. I still think it's like 35 to me. And it's because, you know what, once you get the fat off of your, off of your arteries and off around, your, around your, your organs and stop choking you to death, and you're able to dial in your, your hormones to get, make sure that they're at their optimum levels um, to where they're supposed to be, there's no, you know, there's no reason to go, um, to go gracefully into that good night. And uh, and that's something that we, that's one of our our new, our new new book is it's about not going gracefully into that good night, basically fighting tooth and nail to stay as young and to stay as healthy and to stay and have as much fun as we get older as we can. Um, and so um, you know, guys, this is I, I love what I do. I love uh, sharing knowledge. Um, I love uh, living out on the edge, and I and I love you guys for literally li- allowing me to actually do what I do and 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 be an integrity and, and and actually change lives. I mean, it's it's huge. I mean, and I'm I'm really you know I, now that I've talked about this whole thing about what I was going through the last couple of days with this weight and gain and the whole challenge thing, you know what? I'm excited to really show um, once and for all. If there's any doubters out there, how magical this protocol can be and how quickly it can turn you into something that you really love looking at every day. And, and, um, and not, like I said, not everybody has to be skinny. Not, that's not everybody's goal. You know, I have my sister who's been, been overweight all of her life and she's done the protocol and lost 50, 70, 80 pounds. She's still, you know, in, in someone else's eyes, probably say that she has probably a good 60, 70, 80 pounds to lose, but she says she likes being exactly where she's at. And the point is she loved knowing that she has something that if she ever wants to lose any more weight than she has, than she does, but she wanted to make sure that she was healthy. And the fact that she wasn't, her blood pressure wasn't affected and that there wasn't any blood sugar issues because of our family history of diabetes so she can carry the 80 pounds that she wants to carry and that and she's perfectly happy with where she is at and that means it's not about being skinny guys it's about being healthy or about looking in the mirror and liking the way you look and that means at any size and that skinny is not always the most sexy thing in the world sexiness doesn't come from how you look in the mirror it's how you feel when you look in the mirror and that's why you can have people that you can look at and you wonder why are people flocking to them. I, they don't fit the normal picture of what sexy is supposed to be or what a sex appeal is supposed to be. And I tell you, it's how you look. Your attitude is what's sexy, not the way you look. And, uh, and if you connect, if, the, if you connect, if you're, the way you look and the way you feel and your attitude is congruent at whatever size you're at or whatever build you have, um, then that's going to be sexy, and everyone's got a different everyone's got a different picture of that. Everyone's got a different image of that, and so whatever your sexy back looks like, I want you to get there um, by all means necessary. And we're here to help you anytime you need it. Just pick up the phone, 
um, and call us because we're here to help you. So those of you that are in the challenge, we'll see you uh, in the next couple of days. I will be t- starting tomorrow and filming my load days and to show you what loading looks like from the HCD Diet Coach. For those of you that aren't in the challenge, hey, don't worry. So we'll give you updates weekly on how things are going. Um, I know that we had some cancellations stuff like that, so we will be opening the doors for HCD United Extreme 2 for 24 hours to fill, I think, 10 or 10 or 10, either 9 or 11 more spots. I think we're trying to get to an even number to fill um, before before Saturday comes. Um, so if you guys, for those of you guys that thought about it, missed the, missed the boat and maybe thinking twice about joining, you'll have an opportunity to do that. If not, no big deal. It's all about who wants to be there, who needs to be there, and who wants to suit up and show up and change their life. And if you're not ready right now, I say don't do it. If you're not 100% committed, don't do it. Um, another challenge will come along. You'll have another opportunity. But, you know, life starts today. It's not something you wait on. So God bless you guys. Love your bunches. I'm heading out, uh, and I'll talk to you soon. And we're going to end the show listening to a little bit more of uh, I Believe I Can Fly because I do believe I can fly. God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I used to think that I could not go on And But now I know the meaning of true love I'm leaning on the everlasting love If I can see it Then I can do it If I just believe it There's nothing to I can fly.